It's Monday, February 15th, and Scott and I, we learned about talk, Hungry Harvest gives boxes to Richmond restaurant workers, and Brittany Anderson is on Top Chef. Welcome to Eat of Virginia. Hello and welcome to Eat of Virginia, voted second best podcast in Richmond for a thousand years in a row. My name is Scott Wise, and I'm joined, as always, by my friend, my partner, my Valentine, Roby Martin. Roby, how the heck are you? I'm all right. uh, Well, you know what? I don't know. I'm okay. I slept on the couch last night, so obviously that's going to make for some lumpy fun today. That's a story for another podcast, Valentine's (laughs) Day on the couch. Valentine's, yeah, the night before Valentine's Day, I guess. Is Valentine Eve, perhaps. Yep, on the couch, as you know, we have a new puppy, and, well, she's she's a load of joy on, on so many levels. Scott, did you create a TikTok? I am so overwhelmed and intimidated right now, I cannot even handle it. On today's podcast, we have, let's call her the queen of RVA dying TikTok, because we can. She she created RVA Talk, according to her. Her name is Jamia Brooks, and she has had, what, four, five go pretty viral with respect to Richmond Dine, which is awesome for us as a, I say, I say it's like us, like we're in the restaurant industry, but awesome for the Richmond restaurant industry, especially if people come visit, according to Jamia. So if you guys are on TikTok, you, perhaps you've seen some of her work. She goes to restaurants, gyms, salons, and she gives people a little welcome to Richmond tour guide. And as Roby mentioned, several of hers have gone pretty viral on TikTok. And so we asked her, what's the secret? What's the secret sauce? And guess what, guys? She gives it up. She's got so much sauce, man. She's got so much sauce. And she tells us where her favorite restaurant is, which is not in Richmond. Um Yeah, so we're recording this on Sunday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Uh, More than 100,000 people in our area are without power right now. uh, Says the news director of CBS 6. Well, don't give me a promotion quite yet, but yeah. (laughs) So many of those, or some of those, undoubtedly are restaurants and or restaurant customers. And what was to be a good weekend for them, restaurants, it being Valentine's Day weekend, but... As we saw on social media, many chose to not open their doors due to dangerous conditions and probably what ended up being a bummer of a weekend in the middle of a bummer of a year for many of our friends who run and work at restaurants. Two very busy uh, holidays, Lunar New Year and Valentine's Day, both massive for the restaurant industry. I'm hoping that people will just do it this week. I mean, I mean you they, can celebrate They save late. the money. They save mm-hmm. the money for the, for the meal. So you might as well, you know, it's just a day on the calendar, right? Well, I mean, just this year, everybody gets a little grace, including the days on the calendar. How about that? I love that idea. Last year, this year, there you go. Many, many days. Did you hear about Fresco and Addison? I heard that it is for sale. So that is, it's actually via their Instagram. So I guess Jenna, who is the owner, Jenna Sneed, who is the daughter of Jimmy Sneed, longtime, pretty valuable, integral part of our dining scene, the frog and the redneck his daughter opened fresco and addison one of the first that in ipanema vegetarian vegan restaurants in richmond they she's going to take care of her kids well i got one other not so great news um hutch is closing it's interesting you bring that up now because this past week on channel six we ran a story about la crepes opening 
leaving uh, Stony Point and opening in the West End. And they gave the address. I was like, oh, cool. That's near my house where it's opening. And then it says in the f- space formerly where Hutch was. And I was like, oh, I, I did not realize that that had happened. Is that, do they announce the closing and I just missed it? Or is it just kind of like quietly happen? I think it's been pretty quiet. And I actually haven't talked to Jess or Josh, but they also have, you know, they've, they've, from what I know, as friends of theirs, they've gotten a, what are those little baked potato size trailers called? Trailers. They've gotten like a little trailer, you know, like the little ones and they plan on mobile home. It's a mobile home, not a trailer, but they're planning on moving around with their children in that and getting some time to themselves, which I think is really cool. So Hutch probably was just a natural progression of like going towards family. That's like a theme in this whole closing, which I kind of like, Scott, if you're going to close a restaurant, I feel like it's great because you want to be with your family. Don't you think? Depends on the family, really. (laughs) You're right. Maybe (laughs) they still have, they still have toast though. I mean, they still, they're still owning and operating two restaurants. So it's not like they're just riding off into the sunset in their baked potato size trailer slash mobile home. You're, you're right. They, they, they have to bring the baked potato back and go on vacation so they can go to toast. We did have big news this week, though, right? Uh, oh, big, big, so, big news for the first time. So exciting and so secretive. Did, did you know? I mean, you probably knew. Uh, somebody sent me a text message that was like, have you heard something, something, something like a couple of weeks ago? And I was like, I don't know anything about that. It's not like the PR team from Bravo is going to reach out to me and be like, hey, Roby, this is happening right now. Everybody's quarantined for seven days and then they're going to do Top Chef. No. So like the answer, the very short answer to that question is no, I did not know. So if you missed the news, our one of our favorite podcast guests and Richmond restaurant what would you call her? Joy, she's just a freaking joy. Just a freaking joy. Her. Brittany Anderson yes. is going to be on this season's Top Chef on Bravo. The first episode is April 1st, and we're super excited to cheer her on. So I think that we should do a Top Chef fantasy team. You are like the real fantasy football. I don't even know what that means. Like, do you just, you like- I mean, you give you me money. players from, uh, yeah, uh, right. Because you just, win. Just cut me a check. That's all you got to do. All you do is win, win, win. Um, I think that no we should- No matter what, what, what. <laughs> Thank you for continuing that. Yeah, let's do a top chef. Let's pick. Hey, so let's put on our Instagram or even like if we want to, we can put it other places. Let's pick how many how many people is a good amount of people for fantasy football. So it's interesting. We're thinking along the same lines here, almost as if we didn't talk about this before recording this podcast. I feel like maybe we d- didn't have a phone call about this. So I'm glad that we are now talking about it because we haven't yet. I did some research on this exact topic. And here's what we need. We need seven people, you and I included, so five other friends to join okay. our Top Chef Fantasy League. Okay. There's a whole, there's, this has already been done. There's like Are rules. there donuts involved? We can, well, you're going to be the commissioner. Okay. So you, you set the rules basically. But the way it works is we all watch the first episode together. Okay. You know, at the same time, maybe not in the same room, but at the same time. And then after the first episode, but before the second episode, we draft our teams. We each draft two chefs. So you we only all get two of the 15 or however many are on the show. Okay. So how do you pick who drafts first? We put all the names in the hat 
in a, you in a virtual the, hat. Okay. And you as the commissioner will choose the names of the seven people in our league okay. and that'll set the draft order. Okay. And then the first person's obviously going to pick Brittany because she's the best. We should have Brittany. Actually, we can't have her on the show because she probably knows who wins. That would be cheating. She, she t- probably does. No, no, no. Yes. no but, she, but I feel like Brittany could give us some tips. She definitely could. Yeah, she, ones that maybe she, she doesn't could be our know. guru. Okay. Anyway, you get points based on the quick fire challenges and who wins the challenges and who advances. And at the end of the Bravo season, whoever has the most points will win, I don't know, dinner with Roby. I have to, they don't want to eat with me, but we can probably get dinner somewhere with somebody they like. Maybe with Brittany. <laughs> yeah. Like, that I mean, would make like, sense. That would be great. And um, she's probably too busy, but like we can find dinner somewhere, I'm sure. D- definitely not with me. I mean, if somebody wants to eat dinner with me, I'll, I'll pop in via live and be like, enjoy your meal. Um, like, so it is now, it is mid-February. The season doesn't start till April. So we have a few weeks to pick, get interest in our fantasy top chef league. So five, if five of you out there are listening, Hopefully, more than five are listening. <laughs> There's but two if, people in Cartersville. We'll take you. Come on, if, come on. But if five people are listening and they want to, they want to play a little game with 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 me and Roby, um, let us know, and uh, we'll we'll form this team and we'll have some fun. I actually, we'll start looking for um fun things for the winter, like maybe dinner somewhere, donuts, because you know that's what I feel like you should get for winning a fantasy league thing. That I this will be my first fantasy thing ever. Isn't it funny that it's going to be with food? It's going to be great. We're going to have a lot of fun. and No innuendo there, zero. Perhaps. I'm not going there. Perhaps, uh, you know, once the fantasy season ends, perhaps we'll all be vaccinated and uh, things will, maybe we can all, maybe we can go out and celebrate the end of the season. If that is the case, then I think we all go to dinner at some place like where we have to share bowls of food, like Mama Zoo's. Speaking of bowls of food, you wanted to mention oh, something about Instagram, right? I do. Yeah. I was like, there's a segue. So cool thing. Hungry Harvest. They're the boxes of food that, you know, that apples have a blemish or maybe there was more than they needed. So you can get like a 15, 20, $30 box of food, produce, fresh produce um, delivered to your house. Well, they are donating 50 big produce boxes to the Richmond area restaurant workers. You can pick those up if you are in the restaurant industry and you're in need of food, which man, that's sad to say out loud. You can pick it up on Thursday, February 25th between one and three at Instable. So 50 boxes are available. Um, very, very cool. Cool thing for them to do. It's I'm so nice of those that- guys to, to help out where they can. Yeah, I'm hopeful that they'll... I mean, I hate to make put them in this place, but I'm hopeful that they'll continue it because I feel like just being part of the Holly Fund and seeing how people are really struggling right now, I think that this is a just a brilliant thing for them. Um, very, very cool. Very, very, very cool. Very, very cool. Um, what else do we got? Anything else, Scott? I think we should get do to the- you know anything else? I, I do, but let's get to that after we talk to Jamia, who's going to give us some super awesome tips about TikTok. We're going to learn about TikTok. And I want to know about food TikTok. I mean, I've been writing about food forever, but how do you do a food TikTok? I got you guys with all of that. So on the station, CBS 6, I saw that we covered a food TikTok that's local to Richmond. One of our local TikTokers blew up recently. 
And, and is that a TikTok term? You blow up? I don't know. I feel like I'm a thousand right now, but we have Jamia Brooks, who is that TikTok that blew up <laughs> with us today. And Hi. TikTok that blew up was Barrio? Jamia, tell us about Barrio. it. And it's crazy because since that one's blown up, they're all blowing up. So I did another one after that for Grand Staff and Steen, and it went like crazy. So I don't know if that like started it, but all of the TikToks are pretty much going crazy. And I think that the reason is, is because Richmond is just excited. So about TikTok or food? About TikTok. I don't even think it's just the food. I think it's just about TikTok. They are excited about the food, but what they're excited about is that there is something for them to do in Richmond. So I travel a lot, which is how this whole thing started. And since we're in a pandemic, I had to kind of stop. And so since I live in Richmond, I'm like, if we're not going to be eating and going on vacation all the time, what am I going to do for TikTok? And my mom's like, just show them around where you live. And I'm like, hmm, you might be on to something. So I searched Richmond, RVA, Richmond RVA, Richmond TikTok, RVA TikTok, nothing. But when we go and we travel, there's like a Miami talk, a Atlanta talk, a DC talk. Everywhere we go, they have a TikTok. And it's different creators on the TikTok. When you go to their hashtag, you can see things to do, places to eat, different free things to do. So I'm like, we are a great city and we do not have that on TikTok. So I saw like a little hole and I'm like, let me fill that hole so that people, when they're coming, whether they're tourists or students or locals, they will know the new things to do, the old things that they didn't know about, or just the free things to do whenever they're looking for something to do. And so since VUU, VCU, and VSU are all in this area, I feel like people who are coming and have never been here before have no idea what to do. Because when I moved in here, I honestly, I moved from D.C. to Orange County to Petersburg to Richmond. And I didn't know what to do in Petersburg. And I definitely didn't know what to do in Richmond. So I'm like, let me figure this out. And so over the last year, my best friend and I, we eat everywhere. We go everywhere. We try to do whatever we can. So we're like, let's just turn it into a segment on TikTok. You were telling me you're relatively new to TikTok. So yeah, I, my friend that I was telling you about, she just had me join it in, I think it was May of 2020. And it was because we went to LA for my mom's birthday. We were in Beverly Hills and she saw this TikTok that she wanted to imitate. I want to hang with you, by the way. You I know, she's just going everywhere. I mean, you're, 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 you're just <laughs> dropping places left and right. You know, I was in Beverly Hills, you know, just hanging you know, out. For my mom's birthday. Birthday party. We were in the middle of quarantine, so it was really nothing to do for her birthday. So we rented this huge mansion in Beverly Hills and we just had a good time. So my friend's like, you need to record this for TikTok. And I'm like, I don't even know how to use TikTok. So she showed me how to make my first video. And from there, it's been an addiction. It's so fun. So what are the ingredients? <laughs> what are the ingredients for a successful TikTok or a talk so as the kids This say. is the thing. The algorithm for TikTok changes like periodically. I want to say like every three months. So they just released a new algorithm and TikTokers who are actually like creators that are concerned about the algorithm are watching that. So there's a few different components that go into it. Your video cannot be too long. So they only have 60 second videos. If you're going to do an entire 60 second video, you have to know how to keep someone's attention. I'm a mass communications major. So I learned all of this already in school. 
I just applied it to TikTok. And so you kind of need to be speaking. You need to have something for them to see. It has to be constantly changing and it needs to be something that they're actually interested in. So if I pop up on your For You page and you see Richmond, you're automatically going to watch because you live in Richmond. And TikTok is like, based on where you are. So it's pushing it to the people that are in this area first. And then as they like, it, it'll go further out. And as they like it, it'll keep going further out. So I think what's making these TikToks go so viral and what the components that people need to have is an outstanding cover. I think the sorbets as my cover for Barrio, people are like, what is that? And so it kind of entices them to click it since it says Richmond and they've never seen that in Richmond. They're like, wow. And then they want to watch through the whole thing. And I wait to the end to pretty much feature whatever I want to show people so that they don't have a choice but to watch it all the way through. So, yeah, those are the tricks. Good cover, Scott. You got to have a good cover. And then you got to wrap it around with the good cover. So the question is, is do you like the alcoholic margaritas, the uh, soft serve at Barrio? How was it? I honestly do. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to taste it or not, but it's kind of given like a mixture of a soft sherbet with tequila in it. And I love sherbet and I'm addicted to tequila. So <laughs> me too, sweetie. Me too. Period. <laughs> I have a Bartesian here because I like to be able to make my own little drinks real quick. Do you guys know what a Bartesian is? No idea. Um, well, there's only tequila in my Bartesian. A Bartesian is like a Keurig for alcoholic beverages. Oh, wow. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe now I need one, Scott. You feel like I'm missing it. So you you go viral, whatever the word viral means these days, you go viral with the one. Now, are you trying to go viral every single time? Are you disappointed? Because what I see is when I when I go on the app, I see someone go viral, they get a million views on mm -hmm. a particular video. Then like they just keep on trying to do the same thing over and over again. It yeah, so I wouldn't really fit. say that that's my goal. My biggest goal is to kind of create some type of map or like, What's the word I'm looking for? I want there to be somewhere for people to come and figure out what they want to do. So if you're a tourist, I want you to, even if these views get like a hundred per view or less, I'm going to keep the videos up so that even if they don't get any views, people are going to eventually see them when they're looking for things to do in Richmond. So it's not really the viral thing. I've gone as viral as I need to go because I don't really plan on working for TikTok. I plan on working for myself. But what I do want is for RVA talk to have everything that it could possibly have. So whether it's breweries or places to get wine or drinks or food or free places to go, parks, rooftops, whatever it may be, I want them to know what is available in Richmond for them to do. And I don't want to send them anywhere that's, you know, I want them to know the nice places to go. You made the thumbs down side for the record. Yeah, Yeah, no, I'm saying I don't want them to go anywhere <laughs> that sucks. I want them to only go to the best places in Richmond. So we're the same way. We're the same way. We yeah. don't want to go to the best your places. Opinion, what are the best places in Richmond? Can you tell us or are you going to save that for the top? I think that I have a biased opinion. I love biased opinions. I, do I too. like almost all Mexican restaurants because I love Mexican food. Is but it the white my, sauce or the white cheese sauce that's your favorite? I got to like the ooh, I like the white cheese sauce more. The queso is better than the white sauce to me. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a both, hardcore both. I need them. They're both, both good, go but my me. favorite restaurant isn't in Richmond. It's in 
it's actually in Colonial Heights and it's a Mexican restaurant. They have the white sauce. They have the cheese dip. They have the salsa. They have everything. They have the best drinks that I've had in Richmond. If you're going to go have a designated driver because you can't <laughs> drive yourself. What's the name? It's called Los Bandidos. And like their small is like a large, their medium is like an extra large and their large is like an extra, extra large. So either way, you're going to be wasted by the time you finish your first drink. Did you discover that when you were in school down in a... Yes, that is literally me and my best friend went there at least four times a week to the point where we became like a name basis with the staff. And for Cinco de Mayo, they gave us t-shirts. So they love us there. (laughs) Has your TikTok um, gotten to the point where people are inviting you to... Every restaurants. single day, every single day, I wake up with like fifty new DMs, and it's not even just restaurants. It's like gyms, it's spas, it's like places to eat, places to drink, things to do. I think a music studio just asked me to come as things to do and feature them under that. So it's like because they're going through my whole page, they kind of see more about me and when I first started this off my very first TikTok in Richmond was like me trying to get my life together lose some weight eat healthy work out so I think you sound like me yeah that's literally what we're all trying to do so I think when people see that they're like oh we could get her to come in and feature us because she likes working out or she likes eating healthy so I think anybody who sees something that could fit into my segments on TikTok has reached out if they want to be a part of it. So definitely it's it's actually overwhelming. I have my mom on manager duties right now. She's my Kris Jenner as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> she's momager. It's really, it's too much for me. So are I you have- you Kim or are you Courtney? Which one are you? I'm like Kylie. I'm oh. the, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Kylie. <laughs> How much work goes into making one TikTok? Because I know it's just not a flash in the pan. It's honestly, just throw it's it up lot. there. It's really a lot. So the way it works now is if it's a place that I want to feature, I first call them. And then if they agree to it from there, we collaborate. I try to go into the restaurant either early before anyone gets there or late when there's no one inside so that I can actually show people what the place looks like. It's kind of hard to tell when it's full. So I like to go in there and get it, which is also kind of hard because I'm either waking up super early or I'm going out super late. And then I go in, I shoot all of the content and then I have to come back. Well, while I'm shooting it, I have to make it make sense. So like, if I'm going to make it look cool, I have to do that while I'm shooting it. And then when I come back, I kind of just look over everything, figure out what I'm going to put in it, figure out what I'm not going to put in it. And then I end up editing it. That's always the hardest part. So if I edit one clip wrong, I have to start all over again. And it's very stressful. I hope that they fix that on TikTok. But if I mess up one thing and I don't notice it, as soon as I go to the next stage, I cannot go back. And that's always hard. I found myself when I was doing lunch and supper, I think I was up until like 2 a.m. redoing their TikTok over and over again because I kept messing up. So then once you finish the edit, you have to find music if you're going to put music on yours. And then you have to pick the right volume because people will be up in your comments like, I can't hear you. So you have to find music. You have to find music that fits the environment. You don't want to be playing like country music if it's not a country restaurant. So what I found is I try to find stuff that fits the music that the restaurant plays so people can know like this is the vibe here. After that, I lied. Editing isn't the hardest part. The voiceover is the hardest part, okay? 
I have to one know what I'm talking about. So while I'm there, I get a lot of information about the company, about what I'm eating, what's in it, how it tastes, whatever. But trying to come in here and record myself saying that on top of the video and talk about what I'm seeing at the same time. I did this with the news. So I had to take like news class. I think I had to come to CBS six with Miss Gwendolyn Dandridge when I was at BSU. And she taught me all of this. Like when I was doing standups and I had to do voiceover on top of my packages, but it was easier then. I don't know if it's because it's TikTok now, but those voiceovers are no joke. After that, I have to find a cover to put on top and I try to make it kind of represent the brand that I'm promoting. So I don't want to just type the name of the restaurant in black and white and put it up there because people don't really care about that. They want to see stuff that's moving, colorful, blinking, whatever. So then I find the cover and then I have to make a, a caption, but the caption has to also include hashtags so that it will be indexed properly because TikTok is basically indexed. So if you're in Richmond and you're looking for things to do in Richmond, it's, it has the same YouTube algorithm. It'll keep showing you the things that you're searching for and you'll end up binge watching Richmond videos. So I try to find things that are going to actually be indexed the correct way and make a good caption. And I'm from Washington, D.C., so I really don't know much about um, Richmond. So if I put the fan and it's really in Carytown, they're going to eat me up. So Ooh, I try. people hate that. People Ooh, hate they, that. They the Churchill people so I, are the, I'm not going to say they're the look, worst, but they are. They like to be in Churchill. They're, they're particular. Yeah, and I'm like, listen, it's on the same street. Please, cut <laughs> me some slack. I'm trying my best. I didn't know. I'm not from here. I didn't realize that it was not. This is not. This is the fan. This is not Carytown, and I'm sorry. But yeah, other than that, that's pretty much it. That's how you make a TikTok right there. I just gave y'all the whole recipe. I you love it, Roby. Roby, you gotta do it now. Start the eat it for TikTok. I, I, seriously, I don't know why I'm not on TikTok. Blacker. And it's honestly, I'm making it sound easy. It's not the easiest, but it's not impossible. I think the more people do it, the easier it'll become. But what I have noticed is since I started RVA Talk, if you check out the hashtag, so many people have joined in on like going to restaurants, doing reviews, showing places to go, things to eat. It's a lot of people that have been influenced to make RVA Talks. I think I've seen like seven new creators under the RVA Talk. How hard has it been getting into the restaurants before or after they opened during the pandemic? Cause I know so they're I've only, I've, okay. So I don't really eat out that much when I'm in Virginia. I just started doing this for TikTok. Usually I get my food to go. So like anywhere I go, cause because of the pandemic, you can get your drinks to go now too. So I'll literally order everything to go pay for it and just wait to pick it up. But what I've noticed since trying to eat in is you pretty much, if it's a restaurant that people want to go to, you need a reservation. And if it's not a busy res restaurant, there's nobody in there. It's like no in between for me. It's like either packed or empty. Like I went to Kahlo's, which is a place that I did a review on and it was packed when I went in there. But the very first time that I went, me and my mom were the only people in there. So I think it just depends on the popularity of the restaurant. I would say if they have an open table, make a reservation. Do you guys know what open table is? Okay. <laughs> we're so. not that old. I mean, we're old, but we're not wow. that old. Yeah, if they have I'm familiar. Table, yeah, if they have open table, I definitely recommend people to make that reservation just to be safe. You hate to get all cute to go to a restaurant and then they're like three hour wait. 
<laughs> I, I'm hoping there are three-hour rates right now in Richmond restaurants, and that would be really nice to hear. No, seriously, and that's what's happened at Barrio. Like every time I call up there to try to make a reservation, it's like two days out. I wonder if some of that is though because they have limited seating, right? I mean, some right. of that. And is they do have limited inside. seating, but you know, have you guys been to Barrio? Yes. So they have an upstairs, and then they have a downstairs, and then they have a back room. If they fill all of that up, that's crazy to me. Like all day long, it's it's pretty big. I thought it was small until I saw the upstairs. The, when I did my review, that was my first time seeing the upstairs, and I was kind of scared to go up there. That's why I'm so quick to be like, <laughs> I have social anxiety. So this is another thing I should mention. I, I can tell time. you're you are really shy. It's really yeah, you, you, you you should really come out of your shell. <laughs> no, in public, y'all. If there's people. When they're looking at me while I'm like walking around these restaurants shooting, I'm always like, yeah, because it's embarrassing when people are just staring at you. It's a little awkward looking when someone's like just doing that around a restaurant. Yeah, my mom, she's my biggest like support. She comes with me and she's like, Julian, listen, just get up and do it. You got this. You want your TikTok to look good, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, I do want my TikTok to look good. And then I love mom. Always there with with the support. Always. You gotta love that. You gotta love mom support. Absolutely. And she's my cheers buddy too. Like I always need someone to cheers with. So she's a good time. I have a cool mom, not a regular mom. Sounds cool. like it. She's a really cool I'm gonna cheers with your mom. So if somebody was looking for you on the RVA talk, mm-hmm. where could they find you? So all they would need to do is type in hashtag RVA talk. I'm the number one creator under the hashtag right now. Someone could beat me, but Right now, I'm the number one creator. So any video, like any of the first 12 videos, if they click it, it's going to be my profile. But if they want to just find it, they can type my first name and my last name, which is J-A-M-I-A-B-R-O-O-K-S, Jamia Brooks. And it will bring them right to me. Coming next, Scott, Jamia Brooks teaches everybody in Richmond how to do TikToks. It's a class. (laughs) She's charging $400 a session. She just told us for free. Yeah, no, um, not anymore. <laughs> it sounds like I told y'all for free, but it's a lot of editing that goes into making it look cool. So if you look under people's TikToks, you'll see it. You can make a TikTok, but will it look cool like mine? Probably not. What's your full time job? So I have multiple jobs. So during the week, you can catch me here in my little area. I do lashes, microblading, eyelash extensions. I do. Um, tinting for eyebrows and then I sell like lashes I have a lash strip company and then I also just started a new brand it's called Jamia by Jamia Brooks because I travel so much I'm trying to provide like airport clothes and cute vacation outfits for pickup in Richmond and online if you want to just order it but mostly for pickup in Richmond because I'm the girl who didn't get her fashion over package and it's time to leave now (laughs) <laughs> so if that is available for me, I'm going to use it. So I'm hoping other people will. But I work at a restaurant on the weekend. I would tell you guys, but I don't want people stalking me. <laughs> but I work at a restaurant on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then I'm here all week working on my own businesses. And then I make TikToks during the week, too. So like when I get up to go eat, I will go record a TikTok. And I do get paid to make my TikToks by TikTok now. But um, that's pretty much what I do. She's not busy at all, Scott. She could totally do classes. (laughs) Well, I'm so appreciative that you took the time to chat with us today because I don't know anything about TikTok. I've learned so much. You are so welcome. 
Thank you guys for having me too. I appreciate it. Thank I would you. Love to, I love talking about RBA talk because I'm so proud of it. it. Literally, there was nothing there like two months ago. And now when I click <laughs> on it, it's almost at like 2 million views. So I'm very happy to talk about it. So thank you guys again for having me on here. Scott, Scott. Uh-oh, that's that's three times. What did I do? Did Bobo from Alewife invite you out to lunch at the feed store? So I don't technically have a Valentine this weekend. So I think I'm, it's going to be a Bobo type of Valentine. I think that's what's going to happen. You there- guys are going out to the awesome new Spotted Maidens, which I actually made mention of when we recorded this past week because I think Favorite Cookie should be there. Um... You guys are going to go out there and eat together. So for people that don't know who Bobo is, he is the chef de cuisine at Alewife and was at Husk and is extremely talented. Maybe the nicest dude on the planet. I'm not really sure. I mean, if he's not, he's he's like top five. And he posts a sandwich that I if I could have reached through my phone and shoved it into my face, I would have. That would have been dangerous. There is a there is a bromance brewing between Bobo, the chef de cuisine at Alewife, and my brother, the owner of Allied Craft. What a what a good term. Brewing. You guys got a got a brewing bromance and those two on, guys on Valentine's Day. Well done. Those two guys who are both happily married with children spend <laughs> yeah, put that in there just in case. Spend, spend Zoom dates together just hours on end talking about life drinking what the do fine- they talk about i've never been invited so this is why i'm i'm excited for this. yeah so this is this is what's happening this week what a bunch of wankers they've never invited you well you know they have their thing going you know i don't invite them to this they don't invite me to that so oh so you could this bromance can't be a threesome it's just well, not that's it's, what it's I'm trying to, that's what i'm trying to i'm trying to weasel my way i'm jealous i'm jealous of my brother eric because he has this great friend in bobo and I'm jealous of, uh, of Bobo because he gets to spend this quality time with, with my brother, Eric. So, you know, we are, uh, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get in there. Okay. Couple things. If you go have lunch today, I need pictures for the Instagram. So don't screw me on this. And I need ones that have light. You work in a news studio. You know how the light works. I'm a terrible so food photographer. You, you really are. You really, really are. And you are so good at so many things. So that's A. And B... Why is the nicest guy pretty much ever never have been on Edith, Virginia? That sentence, the question wasn't even grammatically correct, but I know <laughs> that you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to diagram that sentence and trying to figure yeah, out what you're awful. asking exactly. I, grammar is hard. But well, like, let's, see, let's see how our date goes. You know? And, if there's <laughs> and a, see if he wants to move forward for a second. If there's a second date, perhaps it can be live on Edith, Virginia. Um, how about this chicken tender tour that you've, latched onto in Richmond. What is this all about? Okay, so Venture Richmond, which I love, they're trying to bring people downtown. So they reached out to me to say, hey, what are your thoughts on maybe pair, you know, pairing with us to help bring people downtown to Richmond restaurants? And obviously my longtime goal, 17 years now, is to make people know about restaurants in Richmond and the state of Virginia. I mean, that's a big deal to me. So I said, sure. I said, but... I feel like 
there just isn't enough chicken tender content in the Richmond dining market. I just don't, I feel like this is a gap and that I need to fill it. So I did with a tender tour and nobody got my joke at the end of it. That's so surprising. What was your joke? That you could pick your tender date. Boom, boom. Uh, God, so funny. No. I mean, it's great. God, I was, I mean, I really, it's not, it's, nobody gets my, you, you, I mean, make, you make fun of me. Jokes and you make fun of me because I don't laugh at your jokes, but yeah, you just do it out there on social. people didn't get that joke, so it's okay. Scott. So have you chosen a winner yet? Did I? We okay. did. We had to, we chose two. We chose a guy that is a sport. He, I mean, these are things I've learned about them. A sports photographer out of Northern Virginia. He won. His He's name is. to eat chicken tenders. And fried quail. I mean, fried Cornish hen from um, from uh, Charlotte's Deli, which we love them. Yeah. So you get chicken tenders from Lily Pearl, which are insanely good. You get chicken biscuits from Salt and Forge, which are insanely good. You get fried chicken, essentially, from Charlotte's, which is insanely good. And then after you, I don't know, pass out for five days because you've had so much chicken, then Sadia's, which is a little juice spot down there in Jackson Ward. Yeah, of course. Yep. Um, she's going to make you a juice that'll make you feel better after eating all of that chicken. You know, the one of the best parts about this, obviously the chicken and the biscuits and all that uh, sound great, but the people that you connected with, the people who are providing the chicken and the juices and the biscuits, there's some the highest quality people in town. I mean, just super really? nice folks. So I'm glad they're getting some pub and their food is getting a little wider distro and uh, good, good stuff, Roby. This freaking Tinder tour took on a, a life of its own. Like I got messages, people shared it with like the, you know, my favorite gif, gif, whatever you call it, meme. It's not even a meme, but um, is that... <laughs> Is that a pole dancing chicken? Whoa. <laughs> hey, you've not seen the pole dancing chicken on, um, it's like a rotisserie chicken, but it's like pole dancing. It's it's a gif on Instagram. I got to use it like 30 times. So like, it was a win-win for everyone. The way you just described that, I mean, we just sound, after talking to Jamia about TikTok. And I'm then a thousand. It's, it's okay. a gif on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. God, Roby. Is it on That's the, why we have a podcast. <laughs> is it on Instagram or is it on the Instagram? Because it's on the gram. Yeah, oh. the gram. Yeah, don't you go to the bank? <laughs> so what's next for you in your gram? Any other good giveaways uh, coming up? So I just did one for short pump. You know, the $50 get $20. Right. I took I took advantage of that one. Yep. So we, we I gave away 50 bucks. Um, by the way, I, then, didn't, I, don't, I didn't read the small print on that one, by the way. And so I tried to do it twice. Yeah, you can only do it once. The second dinner, and I, I put the code, and they're like, "We already have your information." I was like, Argh, "You should have put your kids' information in there." So, and then, and with that fifty dollars gift card, I gave fifty dollars to the choice of their charity too. So we're giving all around. And then, neat thing is, a restaurant in, off of Ridge Road sent me a message and said, "I really like donating charity. So can I add on to this gift?" this giving. So they gave 50 bucks to Bistro 804 and also 50 bucks to the charity of the winner's choice. So that was really neat. So that was a $200 giveaway over there on the gram. Kind of cool. And how do people uh, find else? you on the gram robes? Uh, at call me Roby. I do have something upcoming that I think you should do, Scott. Okay. 
I am MC, you know, charity is like all is like my, my favorite. So I donate, I donate, donate tons of time to it. This well, I'm, on the 20th, I am emceeing the uh, scan dinner, the virtual okay. demo will be my second time. And this one's with Dale Reitzer, who was previously of Acacia. And then on the 27th for Caritas, Usually, you know, we serve dinner, the celebrity serve. So we physically serve people dinner. But this year, it's not possible. So we're doing a wine and cheese. And Evan Campbell, who we just had on the podcast, Ty Hall, who I'm hoping we'll get on the podcast. She's just recently been featured on Food Network. She can't talk about it yet, but she will be able to. And Jason Alley, we are doing like this Top Chef competition. Okay. We have five minutes in a microwave. And a hungry harvest box. Wrap it all around. So, <laughs> so how do people get information about both or either of those two events? So you can go to RVA Scan, which is at RVA Scan on Instagram, and find out about that. Or you can go to at Caritas RVA, which is Caritas's Instagram, and find out information on those. You know, one of the highlights of the year for me, the last two or three years, has been your house on Valentine's Day because you throw these amazingly delicious parties that I've been lucky enough to be invited to the last few years. And I'm bummed that tonight I will not be there. So I wanted to bummed thank you. you won't be there too. I wanted to thank you for the past and thank you for hopefully future invitations. And be thinking of you and Ryan tonight and your dogs and your cats and your sofa and your parking lot. Ruby told me today before we started recording that I asked, her, I asked her, <laughs> I asked her how the power situation was in her house and she said, it's fine, but they lost a tree. It landed in their parking lot, <laughs> not driveway, not alley, <laughs> not side street, but in her parking lot, folks, folks. That's it. You're not getting invited to the heart shaped bounce house. I salute's party next year. The Martin this estate. Whole, this, <laughs> this sentence right here. The Martin estate off of um, off of River Road. I won't give a specific address because I don't want the security to get freaked out. Yeah, but don't, I don't want to be. I don't want to be. I don't want to be stalked. I Martin, think that Jamia says that in her. The Martin estate off River Road has a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Now there's a tree in said parking lot. Yeah, well, somebody needs to send me information on a heart-shaped bounce house. And Michelle Williams, don't I remember? Maybe she does ice sculptures. You remember that from a podcast? Wow, you have such a good memory. I don't. That was but a I remember years an ice ago. sculpture. Yeah. So next year or later this year, we're just going to pretend like it's Valentine's Day. See, everybody can do it late. I'm going to. We're going to have people bouncing in a heart-shaped bounce house holding ice sculptures. This episode of Eat It Virginia. <laughs> Eat It Virginia? <laughs> this episode of Eat It for <laughs> No! Oh, God, no.